I'm Jane Velez Mitchell, New York Times bestselling author and TV journalist. And this is Unchained TV's Voice America podcast. For the next hour, you will hear the solution to most of the problems that plague our world. And it's a solution mainstream media ignores, even though it only requires us to make one simple change. Want to know what it is and transform your life? Let's get started. Welcome. I am so honored to have such a dynamic team of change makers on Voice America Radio on Chain TV as we get ready for Vegan Earth Day and the Vegan Earth Day March. It is an incredible, incredible undertaking. Let's check it out and then we're going to hear from our panelists. Thousands of climate activists will come together on Earth Day to march, rally, protest, and do outreach to demand a global transition to a plant-based food system. I will be marching in London, in Orlando, Florida, in Tbilisi, Georgia, Toronto, Canada, Jordan, Amman, Brooklyn, New York. I'm marching for a cruelty-free future because it will promote awareness. Because people need to know how unsustainable animal agriculture is. I hope you will join us. Join us. Join a march on the 22nd of April to march and stand up for life. Visit veganearthdaymarch.org to find an event near you and more information about this global day of action. Very exciting. I want to go straight out to Serena Farb, born vegan. Uh, you're one of the few people who could say that, but hey, look, it's working, right? Um, tell us all about this march, how it came about. Yeah, thank you so much, Jane. So I have been, you know, into activism for a good portion of my life. And in 2019, I was teaching high school in Kansas City and had the opportunity to help a bunch of my students participate in the youth climate strikes that were largely inspired by Greta Thunberg. And I love the momentum and energy I saw. I thought it was so exciting to see so many young people taking to the streets and standing up and marching for um, a just and sustainable future. And yet there was one big glaring uh, omission, which was almost no one from our politicians to the mainstream media to the environmental activists were talking about animal agriculture. And so that really inspired me and kind of put the idea in my head of like, I wanna see a worldwide march and campaign like this that centers animal agriculture and raises awareness of the role that it plays in destroying our planet, polluting the earth and causing climate change. And so, um, you know, that uh, I ended up kind of working on some stuff and I ended up finding Chelsea and we had similar visions and ideas and here we are today um, organizing the first ever vegan Earth Day March. And it, it's incredible. It's growing so rapidly. I see this, which is on your website showing some of the cities. And apparently there's more and more cities to the point where you were saying, Chelsea, update it. Well, we're going to update it live. Uh, tell us, uh, how is it growing so quickly? Yeah, so we are up to 50 cities in over 22 countries. We have organizers from all over the world that are very excited to be participating in the first ever Vegan Earth Day March. And we have cities that are marching, cities that are doing rallies, cities that are doing outreach, like here in Portland, Oregon. We are partnering with the uh, farmer's market, actually, so that way we can be exposing the truth of what is going on within our climate crisis to people that generally we wouldn't be able to talk to. 
So um, we're very excited about this. We have a lot of different people that have come out of the woodwork that are excited at an event like this. We have partnered with, with Safe Movement as well. So we're working with people like um, Amy Jean Davis, who's on here today, who's uh, one of the people that is organizing the LA event. And yeah, Serena was just telling me this morning, she's still getting messages from people that are interested in organizing. So. If there's still time. We've got five days and there is still time to throw something together to make this an even more impactful event than it already is. And Amy Jean, here in Los Angeles, it's going to be a, quite an event at uh, Santa Monica on the beach. I mean, it's a party too with a purpose. Exactly. So we are actually going to do a, a two-hour rally ahead of the march. Um, Climate Healers with Dr. Rao will be there uh, with their food giveaways, which they do um, every month and do amazing work. Um, and we're going to be right there on the beach. So hopefully we will get a lot of eyes and people interested in our message. It's, you know, doing it on Earth Day will hopefully in a way, break down that wall that a lot of people have up against the, the you know, this idea of not participating in eating animals, the social norm of eating animals. So being Earth Day, we're hoping that people will just be a little less rigid um, in their in their living out their programming uh, and be open to hearing what we have to say. We have some amazing speakers lined up um, and uh, free food. Um, and uh, so it's going to be a really great event. Uh, before the march, and then of course we're going to do the march, which is going to be led uh, by Cesar Acevedo of Animal Alliance Network. Wow, this is very exciting. We're going to get to Dr. Silas Rao, who is uh, well, you're all my heroes, but he's my hero to the point where we did a documentary on him called Countdown to Year Zero, because when I heard him speak, I was like, this man has the solution. Let's look at a little clip. It talks about why environmentalists need to look at animal agriculture, not just fossil fuels. And then we'll talk about it. We have been living in this system of normalized violence and we've been killing animals at such a fast pace. I mean, we kill more animals in four to 12 hours than all the humans that ever died in wars throughout human history put together. Why did we have to create a planet that looks dead? that kills things, that kills animals left and right, that kills trees, that kills rhinoceroses, that kills, kills, kills. I mean, that's all we do. You know, we're killing machines. 52% of all wild vertebrates died between 1970 and 2010, and more of them died in 2010 than they died in 1970. So you can imagine that there is this exponential growth in the, in the killing of wild vertebrates, wild animals. By 2012, it had become 58%. So if we just follow that trend, by 2026, they're going to be 100% gone. When the earth is ravaged and the animals are dying, a new tribe of people shall come unto the earth from many colors, classes, creeds, who by their actions and deeds shall make the earth green again. When you said that, Dr. Rao, I was like, right on, a new creed of people from all over the world, from all backgrounds. Is this sort of that happening, this uh, this vegan Earth Day march? Is that the new creed of people coming together? Absolutely. I'm so thrilled that uh, Serena and Chelsea started this because it's about time. You know, the, we have had our arguments and we have already gone through the science. We understand now 
that land use is one of the major reasons for climate change. And on land, we have cut half the trees on the planet just to accommodate animal agriculture mainly. Okay, so if we just stop eating animals, all that land can be reforested and we can reverse climate change. So it's a solution that's staring us in the face and we need to seize it. And so we need to now start acting like we have already won the argument. There is no question that that's the way to go about doing this. So and this is why I like the, the initiative that Sarina and Chelsea started, because to me, it is telling the people who are environmentalists that we need to take that step. Stop ignoring the cow in the room, you know? So we're going to have Viga the cow in Santa Monica and that considering the cow in the room. Well, I have to say that the fact that so many environmentalists don't want to look at this issue is one of the greatest frustrations in our movement. Because if you're an environmentalist, we have to look not just at fossil fuels, but we also have to look at what animal agriculture is doing to our planet. And um, I have to say, and we're going to get into this in a little bit, but there is so much controversy surrounding this inability or this refusal to look at this. I don't know if you've seen, but recently Distilled and Quartz both published articles saying how meat and fossil fuel producers watered down the latest IPCC, which is Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change Report. Scientists, authors recommended more plant-based diets and phasing out of all fossil fuels, but those recommendations didn't make it into the fossil fuel, the final report. We're going to talk more about that in a second, but we've got a ton of callers. All right. Well, you all know our first caller. She is one of the organizers in Los Angeles, Paige Parsons Roach. Your question or thought for the team? Oh my gosh. This Paige. is the most exciting. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Okay, yes. fantastic. I'm so excited, Jane. You know, I was thinking back on 2019 when we were marching in the streets of Los Angeles with youth and how you know hard we were trying to bring the message of veganism and we looked like uh, some old ladies, you know, bringing this message. And here's the thing. I mean, I'm motivated to bring change for future generations. So um, I'm just thrilled that we're having this. I'm excited. I invite anybody who's listening who's in a city or country that maybe doesn't have something organized, just jump in. You don't know how, have to know how to do it. There's so much information available on the website. So that's what I wanted to let everybody know. But also the plant-based treaty, we're going to be bringing that message. And we have some brand new, awesome vegan uh, guides that we're going to be handing out to people and letting people know, hey, you're not alone in this journey. You can jump in to eating more plants so we can plant more trees and bring about system changes. So I'm thrilled. Hi, team. And I'm excited uh, for Saturday. All right. Well, fantastic. And um, Tom Vansell says, please do live reports from the March. We will be live here on Unchained TV for the March. We're going to be uh, joining several cities live. It's going to be very exciting. And then once I'm done with that live, I'm going to rush right out to the March because I wouldn't want to miss it for anything. All right. We've got more callers. Nilo Far from Dallas, Texas. Your question or thought for the Vegan Climate March team. Hello all and hello Serena. Um, Serena, it's a pleasure to see you again. Um, she gave us the honor of 
coming to Dallas, Texas last year during her vegan van tour and spoke to over um, 100 students at the college and she was where she was highly lauded. So, um, and, and they're asking for you again, Serena. <laughs> um, else, I found that um, Austin, Texas is hosting the Vegan uh, Earth Day March, which is very exciting. My question for the panel is um, citing three documentaries par excellence, Countdown to Zero, Cowspiracy, and Seaspiracy. Why, in your opinion, why do you think that these um, environmental organizations, especially those in North America, um, do not have veganism as their baseline? Thanks. Oh, I mean, that is the ultimate question. Uh, who wants to take that? It seems like everybody's jumping at that one. Amy Jean? Uh, I, it all comes down to social norms. We are social creatures. We live in a society. And there are social norms that if we go against them, we're going to be seen as outcasts. We're going to be seen as weird. We are uh, just going to ha- be seen in a negative way. And so to go against a social norm takes a lot of courage. Um, and it's just not. it's just not how most people are are set up to to be successful in in seeing truth beyond the social norm so so understanding how social norms function how they have such a strong influence over over people uh, that is key to understanding how we actually break through those social norms and create a new norm that is more appealing and kinder and nonviolent and uh, truthfully the only one that's going to help us save the planet. Absolutely. Um, Serena Farb, I know you wanted to say something. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot easier to point fingers at other people and call out systems or, you know, governments and politicians because that doesn't, that means we don't have to look at what we're doing or our contribution. And we need both. We need to change the systems and we need to take personal responsibility and be willing to say like, what am I willing to change in my life if I want to see things different? And unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to do that. They don't want to be a little inconvenienced or have to question their own lives, traditions, norms, and all of that. And it's, uh, we need to, we need to step up and, and say, I'm actually ready to change if I want to see change. Absolutely. All right. We've got more callers coming in. Very exciting today. Um, this is obviously a hot topic. Okay. Lindsay in Woodland Hills. Hello. I just wanted to say hi to everyone and thank you. Serena and Chelsea for putting this together and all of you for all you do, Dr. Rao. I love you, Amy Jean and Jane. Um, I just wanted to say that it's so great that we are putting the word vegan in front of Earth Day because it really seems like we have to put this in people's faces, literally uh, the climate heal, the climate people that are not paying attention to the fact that animal agriculture is such a huge part of it. So I love it. I'll be there. And I'm so excited. Thank you all again. I mean, this is personal for me because I've, I've actually, you know, had at these type events, um, you know, run-ins with people where basically I was told, uh, you be quiet, you be quiet. That is a direct quote. I, I won't say from whom, but very famous person. Let's put it that way. And actually, it turned out to be a good thing because then I went and, like a little child, complained to Dr. Rao, and he wrote a white 
paper about uh, the impact of animal agriculture. Since that white paper, are things improving, Dr. Rao? Is there a breakthrough? Because I want to get back to this shocking headline. And it was in two articles. Of course, it should have been picked up by the New York Times, but it wasn't. Uh, and that is um, here, how... Meat and fossil fuel producers watered down the latest IPCC report. They, the scientists wanted to recommend more plant-based diets, and they took it out. And um, here's another report from Distilled. Uh, meat was, let me read this because I think it's absolutely so, so important. In this um, investigative piece, it said, meat producers delete plant-based diet recommendations. This just happened. This, it, it was Mar late March that these articles came out. And essentially, the, uh, the, the, the business world got on the IPCC. Why isn't this, it's outrageous that this is not like the lead story, especially when you consider this is also part of the uh, report that was published. And it says beef is at the very top in terms of greenhouse gas emissions in terms of food. Dr. Rao. Yeah, it's been, uh, no, the system has been captured. We know that, right? It's no longer government of the people, by the people, for the people. If it was, we wouldn't allow in corporations to come and change scientific reports. You know, so I say that uh, uh, when the system has, has gone that far down the rabbit hole, we need to create something new. We need to realize that, that that's, it's over. That old system is over. Okay, this is why it's just swirling down. And we need to just start something new in which there is integrity in the process. Otherwise, we're not going to solve climate change. We're not going to solve biodiversity loss. We're not going to solve any of our environmental problems if we don't have integrity. That's number one in any engineering process, integrity. Okay, well, and we know how to do engineering. I hate to say this, but good luck with integrity. I mean, are we seeing integrity? Why isn't the New York Times... Uh, doing a story about the fact that the IPCC report was altered. Why is it, you know, kudos to Quartz, kudos to Distilled, but I've got a subscription to the New York Times. The New York Times is what the powers that be and the so-called best and the brightest, which by the way was a sarcastic title, read. Okay, so when they're not covering mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like if a tree falls and no one hears it. It's all about getting into these, you know, the Washington Post, the New York Times, the IPCC report was altered and they're not reporting it. This is absolutely outrageous, Chelsea Davis. I always think about, you know, why? Where, why won't they talk about it? What is this? Where's the money? You know, like, let's follow the money. When the caller, sorry, I'm putting my thoughts together. The caller earlier, I think it was, um, someone was talking about, you know, we have all these different documentaries and we have everything that's telling us the science is here. We have Dr. Rao telling us the science is right in front of us. Look at what's happening. The IPCC report now has been altered. Why? It's because these people with so much money are coming in and they're changing the narrative. They're turning the truth into lies. And like Amy Jean was saying earlier, it's created this society where people think a certain way that is not the truth. And so it's up to us to tell them what's going on and to be very vocal in that. 
to share what is happening specifically with the IPCC report. I can't believe how many people don't even know who the IPCC is. I did a talk last week about the Farm Bill and so many people don't even know what the Farm Bill is. And that is alarming, especially with vegans. We are at a time right now where the Farm Bill is being rewritten. It happens every five years and the things that go into the Farm Bill are setting um, in place what is going to happen in our food system and where money is going to go in terms of subsidies and bailouts and insurance specifically for animal agriculture only four percent of the money that goes for subsidies and bailouts go towards fruits and vegetables the rest is animal agriculture why aren't we talking about this why aren't more vegan groups getting together and saying we need to make a a huge shift in what is happening in the farm bill specifically. And yes, talk about what just happened with the IPCC report and how it was altered. We need to be coming together and talking about this and making huge changes and putting the pressure on our legislatures to listen to their constituents. Serena often talks about how you go to the grocery store and customers are saying what they want. You go to the, the milk aisle and most of it is plant-based right now. How come we don't have subsidies that match that? How come the prices don't match that? Why is a hamburger, a, you know, a cow flesh burger still cheaper than a salad because of the subsidies? That's not what people want. Most people are eating more plant-based and more plant-based every day. They want these choices. They want the prices to go down on organic and veganic produce. So I think we really need to come together and we need to be putting pressure on it. We need to be backing groups like Agriculture Fairness Alliance and what um, Renee is doing with Rancher Advocacy Program and put the pressure on all these legislators, have them sign the, the plant-based treaty. And that's exactly why we started the Vegan Earth Day March to give people that momentum and that voice to come together and say enough is enough. We need change now. Mm-hmm. All right. Vegan Earth Day March, Saturday, April 22nd. More than 50 around the world right now marches. We're talking to the lead organizers and Amy G. Davis, who is one of the lead organizers for the one here in Santa Monica, as well as Dr. Silas Rao, who gives us the big picture of why, why everybody has to wake up. The bottom line is it doesn't matter how much money these corporations have. If the UPS workers are fainting in the heat and other workers, which I read the article this past summer, they're trying to deliver packages. It's so hot. They're fainting in the street. Is that a livable planet? No. Let's check out one of the promos for Earth Day. This is really well done. We have a major climate and ecological crisis that we are facing right now. Way too many governments, politicians, and even environmental organizations are not talking about one of the biggest root causes of our climate and ecological crisis. Animal agriculture. Animal agriculture. Animal agriculture. We must stop animal agriculture from destroying our planet. We turn on the news, we see places flooding, we see places on fire, we see a planet heating up, and this is all a direct result of of the way that we treat nature. What humans are doing to other animals is central to our current global health and environmental problems. The unnecessary raising of billions of animals for human consumption. We have to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to support this. Thousands of climate activists will come together on Earth Day to march, rally, protest, and do outreach to demand a global transition to a plant-based food system. 
Time is running out and we must come together to demand a global shift before it is too late. I will be marching in London, in Orlando, Florida, in Tbilisi, Georgia, Toronto, Canada, Jordan, Amman, Brooklyn, New York. I'm marching for a creative future because it will promote awareness. Because people need to know how unsustainable animal agriculture is. I want to be part of a generation that leaves this planet in a better state than what we found it. It's time the world stops ignoring this issue. Necesitamos que todos entiendan esto. Que actúen y hagan algo al respecto. So I hope you will join us. Join us. Join a march. On the 22nd of April to march and stand up for all life. Visit veganearthdaymarch.org to find an event near you and more information about this global day of action. Oh, really well done. Again, yes, you can either go to an existing. There's 50 of them all over the place. I'm going to run over to Santa Monica. We're going to be live here at noon Pacific on Saturday, bringing uh, some of the protests or the vegan Earth Day marches from all around the country and the world. And then I wouldn't miss it for the world. I'm going to jump in my car with my uh, companion animal and head right on over so I can participate and be a part of it. Um, we've got some more callers. All right. Annie Sherman Oaks, your question or thought for our panel. Oh, hi. Yes. Um, I'm excited to be here with all of you panel. I'm, I'm honored. It's, it's really, really important that we think about, uh, not to be afraid to, uh, take our activism everywhere we go. I am not afraid to provide information to people. Every opportunity, every chance is an opportunity where we see a human to awaken them, make the connection. Yesterday I was in the supermarket, Ralph supermarket, for example. I passed on information as well as my phone number to them. I have usually have the flyers ran out of them. I need to add more with me to take with me sure. to have provided for them. So this is a, an opportunity. Is there anything you, any one of you recommend, you know, Dr. Rao, you do so much, and wow, your panel recommend are incredible, in born vegan. What, recommend, just got to get to the end of it. Recommend what? Recommend, recommend like specific things uh, more than the ones that I give. I, of course, do what the hell, uh, the cap on to your zero. Oh, uh, yes, I I'm going to jump in. Annie, Annie, I'm going to jump in and answer your question. How about downloading Unchained TV, the free streaming network that is global, that is the world's only free, 100% vegan, 100% nonprofit uh, streaming network? We have some great films, Earthlings by Sean Munson, Dominion by uh, uh, that same team, a, a, a team of uh, incredible filmmakers. Um, we've got Vegucated. We've got Countdown to Year Zero. We've got more than a thousand documentaries, cooking shows, talk shows. This is on the app right now, the streaming network. So I just want to let you know, you can download it on your phone for free right now. Just go whichever you, phone you have. If you have a, um, an Apple or if you have an Android, you just put an Unshade TV. It comes right up and you can also watch it on TV via your Amazon Fire Stick, your Roku device or your Apple TV device soon to be on all Samsung televisions globally. So there's something you can do. Thank you, Annie, for calling. Appreciate it. All right, do we still have Sarah in Beverly Hills? Uh, yeah, hi. I wanted to, you guys to talk about food insecurity and how feeding people is one of the most important things right now because one out of four people are food insecure. So I wanted you to talk about that and let you know that there's going to be free food on Saturday given out by Vegan Joint, Julie's Pizza, Julie's Goes Green Pizza, and all sorts of 
free, healthy food for people to try and make sure that they know that it's important what you're eating. Thank you. Thank you so much. And that's Sarah Siegel, who is an amazing um, activist who helps provide that free food at the location in Santa Monica. And if you want the exact location, just go to uh, the website and uh, you will find it there. Uh, visit veganearthdaymarch.org. Well, who wants to take on um, food insecurity? Because that is a very complicated subject. Serena? Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, this is why when we were kind of envisioning our, you know, the march and what we wanted to do, we have three very specific demands that we're calling for, which is one, we want individuals to go vegan. And then two, we're calling on governments to stop subsidizing animal agriculture because a lot of the food insecurity, food insecurity is an issue beyond veganism, but we have a lot of systems in place that are creating this problem. Like this should not be a problem. Even more with people's ability to access cheap, healthy, whole plant foods. And as, as Chelsea mentioned before, like the farm bill and subsidies are completely skewing the system and unfairly propping up the dairy industry, meat industry, animal agriculture in general, and not making what is really the cheapest, healthiest, and most sustainable, you know, veganic, locally grown whole plant foods accessible to people. And so providing, um, you know, food, distributing unity stew, like uh, Dr. Rao here does, and food healers, which a number of our marches and actions around the world will be doing, um, that's really important, as is changing the system so that this isn't inherently a problem anymore, so that people can access what is really healthiest and most sustainable and best for the entire planet. Uh, yes. I mean, the truth is that animals are eating a huge percent globally of all the food that we have. And those who say, well, I care about people, because have you all gotten that? Well, I really care about people more than animals. It's like, I care about people too. I want to stop children from starving in um, a third world country because um, Western societies are taking a huge percentage of the food and giving it to farmed animals. What does it take? You can argue five, eight, 25 pounds of grain to make one pound of steak, Dr. Rao. It's still using up a huge percentage of the food while children are dying of starvation. Yeah, the average is actually 39 to 1. So there is 39 grams of food fed to the animals to get one gram of food out of the animal. That's the average according to the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. So there's a huge reduction that happens going through the animal. And this is the source of world hunger. You know, so I say hunger is part of the system itself. They've created hunger as something that drives the economic uh, engine. And we need to create a different system in which it's based on health, not on diseases, not on hunger, not on scarcity, based on abundance, because there's plenty of food on the planet. We're just wasting it right now, giving yeah, it to and, the animals. Yeah. And then in the United States, two thirds of Americans are overweight or obese. So you have too much food being consumed by or, and too many calories in, in the form of junk and fast food that's making people sick. So big pharma makes money off of that. You can't make money selling pills to people who don't need pills. And then the other side of the equation, there are people dying of starvation because they don't have enough food. What a messed up system. And then the IPCC doesn't report it. Oh my gosh, we're going to take a short break on Voice America Radio, but we're going to stay live on the Unshade TV streaming network as well as Facebook, YouTube, 
and all of our social media platforms. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's time to unlock some of the best-kept secrets in health, wealth, and happiness. Are you ready to live your life to the fullest and hear insider tips from today's experts? Then tune in to The Forbes Factor with celebrity TV host and inspirational icon, Forbes Riley. She's a best-selling author and TV fitness expert, and you know her from QVC and HSN. Now she brings her expert advice and guests to the Voice America Influencers Channel. Tune in live every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for The Forbes Factor. We guarantee it will be the best hour of your week. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. Welcome back to Unchained TV on Voice America Radio. I'm Jane Velez Mitchell, and you are now re entering a portal to a transformative way of living. All right, we are back, and you are watching Unchained TV, the free streaming network, the world's only 100% vegan and animal rights streaming network. Um, and we are so happy to have this incredible panel talking about a vegan Earth Day March coming up on Saturday. Now, um, Tom in Chicago said, "Darn, there's none in um, there's none in Chicago." I, I don't know if that's true, but let's. Tom, start one. I mean, you don't have to have 100,000 people to do one of these marches. Somebody else says, is there one in Brussels? Um, I think that it would be fine to have four or five people, right? I mean, if, if it's that, you never know. You never know, right, Serena? Yeah, you can get out there, like make your own signs. That's something that can be done very inexpensively, very quickly, make some signs, gather friends, put the word out to your local vegan and environmental groups, get everyone to show up at one location, whether that's the steps of City Hall or a public park. It's really not as difficult um, as, as it, you know, I think a lot of people think it is. That's how a lot of the climate strikes in 2019 happened. People literally were just like, oh, we're leaving school. We're leaving work. We're going to go out and strike. So just make your signs, gather people, um, pick a location. And yeah, we don't have one in Chicago yet. So you're welcome to reach out to me if you would love to bring one there. And like I said, it could be pretty simple, just putting the word out, getting as many people as possible, walking down the street, handful of people, signs, literature, 
Um, it's, you know, every, every person that shows up, every body that's there, every person that does anything to spread the word and get this message out there helps. You are helping. You are part of the solution. It's not just a numbers game. Uh, actually, some small protests I've attended have been more effective than even large protests. And I'll just give you an example. Uh, during the Fairlife scandal, when um, this so-called humane uh, dairy company was exposed by an undercover investigation um, showing horrific treatment of animals that ended up in a legal case, and there was a huge settlement. But a um, very small group of people, like five, went in to a supermarket and with cow masks and their children were participating in street theater and did a, a reenactment of the mothers and the babies being pulled from each other. I videotaped it, it was on our website, but a customer also videotaped it, sold it to an outlet and it went viral and got like a million views. That person made money off of it. Uh, but um, that's the kind of thing. It was like five people and it got more than a million views. So it's okay, Tom, just go out there and be the only one or grab your neighbor. That's okay. 50 cities are participating now. Can you tell us how, uh, Chelsea, how did 50 cities get involved? That's huge. So we're really lucky to be partnered with some amazing organizations, including Animal Safe Movement and Climate Healers, and with that, um, Plant-Based Treaty and uh, Climate Save. And so they really helped us in connecting with a lot of the Animal Safe chapters around the world. And then what we did, Serena and I, we were really um, intentional about the resources that we were able to provide for the city. So we spent a lot of time, many, many hours creating a very comprehensive resource packet that takes everybody step by step. And so with that, once we started getting the word out, people started you know, saying that they were interested. We have a lot of people, this is the first time organizing, but because we have such a comprehensive packet and we're here helping them and we've been doing constant trainings on everything from know your rights as an organizer to um, how to promote your event with press releases and advisory, press advisories, people have been able to really grab a hold and, and successfully organize an event. Um, I want to uh, go back in time to uh, one of, another one of my heroes who um, just does such incredible work globally. You all know her, Greta Thunberg. And she was also featured in the uh, Countdown to Your documentary that focuses on Dr. Silas Rao's work. Let's show her, she's much younger when she's doing this speech and she is vegan, but let's, let's talk about that on the other side. For way too long, the politicians and the people in power have gotten away with not doing anything to fight the climate crisis. But we will make sure that they will not get away with it any longer. We will continue to school strike until they do something. But we are striking because we have done our homework and they have not. And yes, we are angry. We are angry because the older generations are continuing to stealing our future right now. And they are continuing to doing this. And we will not let them do that anymore. 
uh, some climate change folks will begin to understand. The politicians know that uh, there are enormous agri animal agricultural interests, that it's a trillion dollar industry that are arrayed against them, and they have not yet decided that it's uh, that, that they want to oppose them. Uh, that day is coming uh, because it has to come because, uh, because a climate catastrophe is coming our way. So I, I want to go to Dr. Rao. A climate catastrophe is coming our way. Uh, this is not even brain surgery. If mm -hmm. it is too hot to walk across the street, is that good for tourism? Is that good for business? You know, we, we talked about how the delivery men are collapsing on the street, delivery people. But the article said, a, you know, a guy was carrying something. It was too hot. We saw a thousand cows at least dead with their legs up in the air in Kansas. Somebody videotaped it while he was driving or she was driving and put it on TikTok. Um, you see the extreme weather. I mean, when does business wake up and go, wait a second, if the planet's destroyed, it doesn't matter what my next quarter uh, growth is because there's not going to be any growth because it's societal collapse. I, I don't get the, the inability to see where this is going. Yeah, the businesses are waking up. You know, ultimately, it is uh, every one of us has to take responsibility for what is happening, and do our part. So this is one of the greatest gifts that my granddaughter gave me is that she told me you are responsible for making sure that the world is vegan by 2026. She put that on my shoulders, and you know, it's about taking, assuming that, and saying, okay, if I cannot convince people, I have to figure out how can I convince them, right? So this is why I've been sort of you know, working <laughs> so hard to get this word out. And this is why I'm supporting what Serena and Chelsea are doing, because that's absolutely essential that we get the amplified the message. We get amplified the message and take responsibility for making this happen. You know, what Chelsea was saying was about, you know, she is showing you certain paths that you can take. Any one of us can take to uh, get our governments on board. Actually, there are programs in the government already that we need to amplify those programs. Uh, I was talking to Ocean Robbins about the Double Bucks program that's part of uh, uh, the SNAP program. So where if you buy vegetables and fruits, your dollars are doubled for the SNAP. So this way, people are incentivized to buy that and the money goes to the farmers, right? The farmers who grew that fruit. So... You know, there are ways in which we can work within the system, but we also have to be creating the new system. And, and I think we have a responsibility to do that as well. So what does the new system look like in which no one has to hurt animals? So we have to think about that and figure out how would people live in that new system? So there is a lot of work to be done. And this is, to me, this is the greatest creative period in human history. We are being called to do something absolutely unprecedented, okay? This is why no one has a blueprint that they can go and say, this is what it is. So, uh, and it requires systems thinking. This is systems transformation that's happening. Well, I, I agree with every single thing you said. And then, yeah. and that's why I do the streaming network on Shane TV. Absolutely. I don't get a salary, it's a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. I do it because how can I sit there and go to the beach and read a trashy novel and eat chocolate bonbons when we're not going to have a planet in five years? Like mm -hmm. the, the sense of urgency is, is not 
there in the mainstream. And, you know, one thing I want to say, I was listening to the great courses, something called Big History, and so many of the things that you've said to me, which have gone over my head, they were repeating. Do you know that ancient civilizations did collapse due to man-made climate change? It has happened before. It happened in the ancient times. If there's overpopulation in an area, they use up all their resources and they didn't have the means to move to another place in time, it collapsed. And ancient civilizations collapsed that way. So we need to remind people this has happened before. And the one thing the professor said, who was not a vegan whatsoever, this is the great courses. He was just a actually a pretty good professor. But he said, when it happened, it happened very rapidly. He just made that point. He said, when the ancient civilizations, I think it was in Mesopotamia or something, when they collapsed, they collapsed rapidly due to man-made climate change. And what he said is societies, as they get more complex, become more fragile more fragile, more complexity results in greater fragility. And that's where we're at. And people are, you know, it's that that movie, Don't Look Up, right? Uh, I'd like to get everybody's thoughts on this because um, Amy Jean, you know, the sense of urgency, we feel it, but other people don't. Okay. I don't know what to say about this really because in the last few years, at least in the United States, what has become glaringly apparent is that people will believe what they want to believe no matter how completely utterly outrageous it is um this idea of alternative facts and being able to change scientific industry being able to change scientific reports um and this is a dangerous thing it's a dangerous thing for a society to participate in and i honestly don't know how to stop it i don't know how to resolve it um it's it's lunacy um it's 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 just it's dangerous and so all i know that we can do is to continue to try continue it like dr rao said this creative time like we have to continue to create new ways of trying to communicate these truths with with people um and having an influence on 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 governments and systems um, I, I don't know the answer. If I did, I'd just go and do it. <laughs> um, but there, there isn't one right answer. And I think that uh, that's that's OK, because that's also part of the design of human society. Um, so we just keep trying because because if we since we know how big the problem is and how dire and urgent it is that we do something right now. We, we're the only ones to do it. We just have to keep trying. That's it. We just we just keep trying and keep trying to think of new ways to do it. Otherwise, um, we're just we're gonna we're gonna collapse. We are gonna collapse if we don't change. And you know, I always believe in the law of unintended consequences and things coming out of left field that we didn't anticipate. Uh, just this past weekend, I was in San Francisco at Miyoko Shinner's uh, sanctuary for the Vegan Women's Summit uh, host committee meeting. And there were so many entrepreneurs involved in alternative proteins there. Um, you know, uh, there were people who advocated for horses when there were still only horse horses and carriages and there were no cars and yes they fought like hell but when the electric when the car came along that's when it changed and you saw you saw a huge shift chelsea i'm sorry what was the question weigh in, weigh in, weigh in. 
just laying it. Okay. Um, I just think that we have to continue to come together. What I see is there's a lot of groups that are trying to work on the same thing parallelly. And if we can in parallel and if we can come together, we can be that much stronger. Again, getting more involved in legislation. Um, Oregon, we had a factory farm moratorium bill that is still going through our legislature. And if that passed moratorium means that the no more factory farms could come into the state of Oregon and no existing factory farms could expand. That's going to save way more animals than going, you know, doing our, our person to person outreach. So if we can focus more on legislation and finding out what's going on in our legislature, most, most uh, states are still having their legislature active right now. It happens. Um, there's a short session, a long session every other year. And then again, learning more about the farm bill and what that means and how you can get involved and, and really put the pressure on our governments to make these changes. I really don't see anything shifting and continually reminding people, this is why we are facing all of these floods and fires and all of these climate catastrophes that are happening that are, I mean, Florida just had 25 inches in a day. That was enough rain that they would have had in seven Aprils. In seven years, they, Aprils, they would have had that rain that happened in 12 hours. This is right in front of our faces. I was down in California during the floods that happened there. Like you said, this is, this is affecting businesses. It's affecting tourism. People really need to understand that this is not just a fluke. This is not just, oh, it's just another El Nino year. This is happening. It's going to happen more and more rapidly. Rapidly, and it's going to create so much devastation, even more than has already happened. So people have to get involved. If you are vegan, please get involved in legislation. If you're an environmentalist, please get involved in legislation. Please learn about the plant-based treaty. We have to come together, come together for the march, learn about how you can make a difference and get that support from one another. We need more community. We need people supporting mm -hmm. one another and saying, yes, you can do it. We need more trainings. We need more teaching people how to talk to their legislators. How do you reach out to them? You know, just, we need more. We need more. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, you know, we need those big breakthroughs um, when Impossible Foods and Beyond Meat Burger came out, that was considered a huge breakthrough. I even got a, a text message from somebody who uh, I used to work with at CNN who said basically, oh, you were ahead of your time. It was like because it went public and because it was making money, all of a sudden the ridicule gave way to, oh, maybe I can make money off of that. But you know, I know you have a different philosophy, Dr. Rao. I've often thought, well, let's just make non-cruelty more profitable than cruelty. Let's just make plant-based more profitable than non-plant-based. Um, you, you, you know, we've gone back and forth on that. I, I, mm -hmm. I've learned from you, but I still think, you know, in our society, we've got to follow the money a little bit. Yeah, money is the game we are currently playing. So I, I look at it as games and stories. And so the current game is a hunting game. This is the money game that we are playing. And uh, if you have to create a new game out of the resources that we are collecting from the old game. And that's why I'm going to India you know, later this month because the, the government of India is now asking for assistance and advice on how to deploy the money so that the planet and the uh, forests come back, right? So they want to see the forests coming back as opposed to being destroyed. And in the current game, it's being destroyed. So we are figuring out, and there are a whole bunch of us coming from different disciplines who are coming together to figure out 
how to make that happen. So this is about deploying resources from the old in order to create something new. And wow. uh, yeah, so I mean, this it may not happen right away for us, but you need to start creating momentum in that direction and making sure that everybody understands that we will never ever give up. Oh, we never quit. Some, oh, I know, and and neither will I. Uh, these bags under my eyes, I just put a little bit more of <laughs> vegan cruelty free. Uh, <laughs> I highlight. You wanted to mention something. It sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, Amy Jean Davis. I'm going to unmute you. Thanks, Jane. Uh, so our event in the Los Angeles area, I just wanted to mention we're doing the rally of, at noon and then we have the march at 2.30. But then afterwards, a local vegan restaurant, Margo's, has... Um, uh, signed up to do a little fundraiser for Love Always Sanctuary. So if anybody's interested in uh, after the amazing event, the rally in the March, and you're hungry, please come to Margo's uh, and help raise money for Love Always Sanctuary. Because that's another part of the puzzle of, of saving the world is that as more and more people do wake up and stop eating animals, we will have more and more animals in need and sanctuaries can help in that way. And they can also help make that connection for people who just are so deep in their programming that it's not until they actually meet a farmed animal that they realize, Oh, right. You and your siblings and your family are the ones who have been dismembered on my plate. And now I'm, now I'm realizing that I don't want to participate in that anymore. So sanctuaries are really a powerful Avenue for that as well. Thank you. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm going, I'll consider myself invited. I love Margo's Margo's is so it's starting at noon in Santa Monica on the beach. Um, it's right near, um, well, I don't know what the marker is, but how do we get people to that beach point, uh, Dr. Rao? Oh. Well, it's it's right there on the beach in Santa Monica. Um, and uh, it's um, just a little bit south of the Santa Monica Pier. If you were to park at the Santa Monica Pier, but there's parking right there as well and just walk south, you'll run right into the spot. Uh, it's near um, Shutters. Shutters is a very fancy hotel right there. It's near Shutters. So uh, there, then there's going to be a march, and then it goes all the way up to Montana. And Montana is a great, great uh, block. It's very shishi and really fun. And then um, Margo's is on Montana, and I believe 17th Street, um, right there. It's, it's a great restaurant. It's one of my favorite vegan restaurants. Interestingly enough, it doesn't really advertise vegan and it's got tons of people reading there probably have no idea that the restaurant is vegan, but I think it's a very clever, clever uh, strategy because, you know, people, they've tried to demonize the word vegan, but all right, everybody, it's coming Saturday, April 22nd. Thank you so much for all that you do. Fabulous panel and everybody here, go to the website. We are wrapping up right now. Go to the website, find out where it's happening in your city. If it's not happening in your city, do it. Even if it's you and two buddies, <laughs> grab a sign, make a sign. Vegan Earth Day March happening this Saturday, April 22nd, Earth Day. Let's connect the dots for planet Earth. Let's save this planet. Thank you so very much. Fantastic panel for participating and download on Shane TV.
Thank you for tuning in. We hope you'll join Jane Velez Mitchell for the next edition of her program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Meanwhile, have a peaceful week.